Welcome everyone to another episode of CIR Business Mastery and we have uh, a guest who is not a stranger to coming on to our, our different shows and participating and giving back and that is truly the, the ninja way and we have um, one of the original ninjas himself, Don Tennyson, who is a certified ninja instructor and has been a realtor with the group. Uh, for, for many, many years, and that's the group, Inc., a brokerage out of Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, who started, that's where the Ninja installation was born, and we are super excited to have Don Tennyson coming up to Calgary on November 19th, uh, 2019, to talk, uh, give her a full installation, um, and we will have probably almost 70 people there, uh, which will be awesome, Fantastic. and Don, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, uh, Lindsay, it's a pleasure as always to visit with you, and of course, we're uh, we're looking forward uh, to being in Calgary, and, and of course, uh, uh, we know that the middle of November is the absolute best time of the year to be in Calgary, so uh, we can't wait to get there. It's, it's so funny, because right this second, I actually had a golf tee time set up for tomorrow, and there is a, a two inches of snow on the ground right now, so, so that's not happening. Um, but November is not much better. Um, well, we'll, uh, we'll go to the simulator. It'll be fine. That, that's right. I like it. I like it. So, yeah. um, so talking about Ninja now and giving some value to our listeners. Hello. <laughs> it's just me. So, so we wanted to um, talk to our viewers today about doing, uh, about having, increasing your per hour income to have a life. And that is really the ninja way that is um, one of the foundations of the ninja cell installation. Talk to us about that, Don, and sort of lead us off. Why does Ninja talk about that so much? Sure. You know, uh, Lindsay, we, we talk about all the time the uh, the mission of uh, the goal of ninja selling is increase your income per hour so you can have a life. So that really that really we break that into two categories: uh, income per hour, not income. So uh, there's a lot of realtors who have high income but they don't have high income per hour. And the difference is that uh, that high income might mean that I'm working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. And that's not sustainable, you know? So uh, the ninja goal is not just high income, but high income per hour. So we have time left over to have some joy in life and not feel like we're working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That, that's really what we're talking about. That's absolutely outstanding. And, to, you know, to add to that, because I know uh, I've learned about a lot of the ninja philosophies. I was listening to a speaker the other day and he said this profound thing that said, uh, market share is for kids, profit is for adults. And <laughs> I just, I mean, we have so many people in our marketplace to talk about having a high income. I mean, how many companies do we know uh, that are publicly traded that, um, you know, in real estate, especially that they have great revenue numbers. Right. But they've never made a dime of profit, too. And you're actually have, uh, home. Absolutely, Lindsay. Uh, all kinds of stories. It seems especially in the States, we have lots of stories about teams. Uh, yes. With all this gross commission income, uh, but when you talk about the net, which is another word for profit, it's like uh, that's a foreign language. So uh, in Ninja, uh, we like to talk about a smart business, one that's like sustainable it. over time. One that most of the income stays with the realtor, not in your expenses of trying to generate leads and referrals, uh, and that we have uh, we focus on high income per hour, and that we have a lot of realtors in our industry out there today who are totally focused on gross commission income and numbers of transactions, 
and they're spending enormous amounts of money trying to generate those leads and handle those transactions, and then they don't have much left over at the end of the day. Uh, let's focus on the net. Let's focus on the profit instead. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so let, let's get started here. So what, where would someone start if they want to increase their per income, um, income per hour? Right. All right. So uh, really and truly, the absolute number one thing we have to talk about for high income per hour is you got to have a database. Uh, really, that's where it all starts. Uh, because if we, if we want to generate lots of leads and referrals, that's what helps us generate high income per hour. Because then we don't have to spend so much time tracking down where your next transaction is going to come from. And the way to do that is you got to have a database, electronic database, name, address, phone number, email, etc., in an electronic format, a customer relationship management tool, a database of some kind that you have access to at any moment so you can stay in touch with your people. You really can't build a business uh, that, that involves high income per hour uh, if we don't have access to that information. Now, Don, you didn't say you need to have top producer or you need to have um, no. you know, an XYZ database system. No. Um, no. What do people use? Well, uh, really, our number one suggestion is if you work within a company that has a company CRM, then that's what you should do. And if you don't have that, there's all kinds of simple CRM programs that are available online. Realtors can purchase or take a look at. And Lindsay, what we always talk about with the database is three components. Uh, number one, uh, does it have the capability of giving you access to your, to your database on your mobile device, not just your computer? Because right. we don't have our computers with us uh, enough during the day. It's got to be mobile accessible. Uh, number two, uh, does it have a calendar attached to it so we can add things like birthdays and wedding anniversaries and home anniversaries and reasons to call people to stay in touch, things that you'd add to your calendar? Uh, and then third and most important, what you're alluding to is we got to keep it simple. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of very complicated uh, stuff out there, a lot of functionality, a lot of bells and whistles. Most of it realtors don't use. It'll just confuse you. Let's not pay for it. Let's keep it as simple as we possibly can. I'll give you one. It's not a CRM, but for years, our company in Colorado, the group, uh, we use this. It's not, it's not a CRM. It's a database program, but you could use something as simple as Outlook uh, on your computer to keep track of name, address, and phone number. And, uh, you know, it's not perfect, but that's about as simple as it gets. You know, I, one of the most impactful moments at in an installation was, I think, I think you showed it on the screen, but that, that gentleman or that lady who used the Avery label system, <laughs> right. we're talking an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, right. wasn't actual labels, but they just had the grid printed out using the Avery label template that the person's name and information, they just started the first one, wrote the notes, went to the next one. And it was this paper based system, but it worked beautiful. And, and, and the system is, is more important than the technology, which I just absolutely love. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So let's just keep it simple. The other thing is if we get too complicated, then we spend all our time trying to figure out the software and we want to be spending our time interacting with the, uh, the people in that sphere of influence, adding value and staying in touch. If we keep it simple, we can keep the focus on the buyers and sellers, not on the technology. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. So, so database, absolutely critical. What yep. else? Database. The next thing is really a mindset. And that is, can I position myself to be the source of real estate information for the people who know me? 
Uh, and being that source of real estate information means not for the entire Calgary market, not for all of Alberta, but just for the people who know you in your sphere of influence, in your database, then it's a laser approach. Uh, that 300, 400, 500 people, whatever it is in your sphere of influence, I'm going to put the vast majority of my time and attention on those people. I'll be their source of real estate information. So whenever they have a real estate question, they know uh, that uh, Lindsay Smith is my source of real estate information. Lindsay knows what's going on in the community. If there's a house down the street that's on the market, Lindsay will know what the price is. I don't have to go online. I don't have to check it out uh, with some, uh, somebody that I don't know. I just give Lindsay a call. He's my source of real estate information. If we can do that, then those are the people we'll get the leads and referrals from because uh, we're their source of information. That's who they go to for information and advice. That's an, that's oh, an easy one. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And we talked about last time we were on this call, you know, Zillow was a new entrance into our marketplace. Right. Um, we talk about, you know, offering sold data and would that eliminate the need for a realtor or things like that? And, and you said it so elegantly of just like, you need to become the Zillow. You need to become exactly. the source of information, this trusted um, source where people just say, ah, you know, you just, you just go to Lindsay. I got a guy for that. It's like, I can go to, you know, uh, one, two, three, you know, plumbing.com or YouTube to get my plumbing tips. But if I have a guy, then I just, I just have my guy. So that's yep. who I go to. That's exactly what it is. And if, if you are that for the people in your database, then it makes perfect sense that that's who they'd also go to if they have a neighbor or a friend who needs help. And that's where the leads and referrals come from. Yeah. And people feel good about that. Like if you have this super helpful resource, you share that with people. It's like, oh, you know what? Just, just don't even worry about it. Just stop what you're doing right now. Give this person a call. Yeah. That'll, that'll take care of all your problems. Yep. And that's the way referrals work. And if people are, if you've genuinely been that good, people uh, feel so good giving that information to their friend. They'd be, they'd be helpful like that. Uh, they're happy to. And uh, w when we set it up that way, Lindsay, it avoids that uncomfortable kind of thing that realtors sometimes get themselves into of, walking around thinking they, they need to ask people, uh, do you know anybody who needs to buy or sell real estate? And uh, we don't need to go there. Uh, if, uh, if we're the source of real estate information, uh, we'll get lots of leads and referrals and we'll have as much business as we want to handle. Right. Love that. Love that as well. Yeah. Um, anything uh, else? We got the two? Yeah. So uh, I, I think uh, this is uh, have a process so process is really the secret to getting referrals. Uh, uh, Lindsay, this may sound a little bit uh, in a little bit of a stretch, but we think it's true that you don't really need a process to help somebody buy a house or sell a house. Those are individual transactions. You can wing it or fake it and make it happen. But if you want leads and referrals, which allows you to have high income per hour, uh, you need to have a process because the ideal situation with referrals is we want people to refer our process not refer us. And what that uh -huh. means is I like that, that so uh, you know, you, you have, Lindsay, you have a sparkling, lovely, gorgeous personality and that's fantastic, but we really don't want people to refer you because you're a nice guy or you, uh, you know, you play a good game of golf. We want people to refer you because they know you have a process that you use to help buyers and sellers. It's consistent. We can count on it. Uh, and that's the reason that people make referrals. So a process for buyers, a process for sellers, and also a process of staying in touch uh, with your database. So a process for 
face-to-face uh, -face and voice-to-voice -voice conversation, a process for stuff you send through the mail and the email, uh, uh, those three things uh, really critical. You know, we are doing a session at the end of the month in October here about building a saleable real estate business and what it looks gotcha. like to transition into, uh, you know, maybe slow down your business a little bit and still get some residual income. Um, sure. So you're, you're doing 50% of the work, still getting 70% of the income. Um, and process is one of those things that many, you know, and I'll go as far as saying most realtors just simply don't have their, um, right. I know you guys like to talk about at, on accident realtors. Right. Um, right. Tell, us, tell us about what that means to be an on accident realtor versus yeah. an on purpose realtor or how that works. Yeah, sure. So um, on purpose means you have a plan and uh, on accident means uh, every day is a new adventure. <laughs> and uh, you just you just don't know, you know, when you're on accident, you just have no idea what's going to happen. And uh, and gosh, so many realtors are on accident. And you know, Lindsay, one of the things that's important is uh, on accident isn't necessarily reserved for low producers, uh, and on purpose is reserved for high producers. There's a lot of realtors who are totally on accident, and they make a lot of money, uh, but they don't have high income per hour. These are people who have an amazing work ethic. Uh, you might even call them workaholics, uh, and they, they work weekends and nights, and they feel like they have to do that in order to keep their income where they want, uh, but they're on accident. And on purpose means I have a plan, I have a process, I know what I'm going to do, and that way I don't have to, you know, to work that you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, man, that's it's so true. And we see that all the time, and it goes back to the old real estate saying of, you know, I've been in the real estate business for 20 years, but I've actually just repeated my first year 20 times. Right. <laughs> so, because you wake up January 1 and you're like, well, what now? You know, how start over. How's the next one going to go? So, that's um, right. I absolutely love that. And I think every realtor needs to, uh, to, to think about that. And that's why, you know, even at the installation, we see the, the buyer's process, um, 10 step buyer process, 16 step, yeah. you know, sweet 16 listing process. And right. um, just, oh, it's outstanding because you guys do such a good job of um, giving that to, to people. So, well, the, yeah. And Lindsay, the, of course, the key to that is once we have a process, are we willing to practice that thing so that we really get skilled and get good at it? Uh, and when we practice is when we really have an opportunity to act and sound like a professional uh, because uh, the thing about that, like the 10 step buyer process, the 16 step seller process, um, it's consistent. We do it that way every time. And when we do that, we get really good at it. Uh, and then consistency takes over. And of course, as you know, consistency is an absolute key to referrals. If people have confidence that you have a process and that you're good at it, they will absolutely make that recommendation. If they question you or think that maybe you're a little bit on accident, uh, they'll like you, but they might not refer you. That's right. That's right. I love that. And, you know, and to tie that, just keep tying this together. It's like you have um, a, a database who you want to uh, be in flow with, become the trusted advisor, but your process is being used to become that advisor. You're even implementing your process of the day-to-day touch-based interactions with your database, even between transactions when they're, they're not, obviously there's process buying and selling, but the process side of it of, keeping in touch with your right. uh, people. And I, and, and you know, anytime I, I'm up with class and obviously Ninja really um, affirmed this for me. And um, really, I, I think that I always say, and I don't want it to sound cold, but when I talk to people about the installation, I say they give you the process for building authentic relationships. Yes. Um, and, and 
uh, that that's that, that's been huge. So I always tell people like just identify if they were not to take the installation, um, then it's like just identify what you want to do to touch base and add real value to these consumers. Right. Um, mix it up a little bit. Um, some fact-based stuff. We talked about the art versus science. Right. But it's like just do that and just set it and forget it and then tweak it over time. But right. that's your process. Right. And I always look at it and say too, it's like what if Apple never innovated their phones or they never innovated the product? Right. They, when they when you go through the selling process and the buying process, and we're creating that fabled service. Uh, what if Apple never updated their phones? And when's the last time you updated the product that you sell these people that right. guidance through the buying process and the selling process? And people do, do it the same way for 20 years or even worse, they do it different every single time. <laughs> right. And perhaps that is even worse, you know? Um, <laughs> interesting. So yes, love that concept. The, the other thing, Lindsay, you mentioned about, about staying in touch and having a process for that is um, if our goal is to be the source of real estate information for people, then there's gonna, two things have to happen. Number one, you better know some stuff so that when people ask you, you can answer the question. So we gotta be knowledgeable. And the second thing is, we gotta have enough contact with people so they can actually come to the conclusion that you are my source of real estate information. And what that means is some frequency of interaction there uh, that uh, is gonna probably need to be more than once or twice a year. If that's all the contact we have, they really can't come to the conclusion that you're their local expert. Uh, so uh, this, uh, this whole thing about, about live flow and auto flow and a process for that really encourages us to have the frequency of interaction that results in people concluding, oh yeah, he is definitely, she definitely is my source of real estate information. That's pretty important. Love that, that frequency. Yeah, it's not enough to just, you know, the once a year you send the Christmas card and call it good. Right, um, <laughs> right. So, Interesting. You, Interesting. Actually, you know what's also is amazing about that, Lindsay, is uh, is there uh, there's plenty of research out here on this. Lots of consumer research where companies have talked to to people who are, are buyers and sellers, and they ask the question: uh, Would you like to hear more often from your realtor, or would you like to hear less often from your realtor? Huh. And the uh, the the results are totally consistent. Uh, homeowners, buyers, and sellers say, we would love to have more contact with our realtor if that would be possible. And what do you think we as realtors tend to do? Tell ourselves a story about how people yes. don't really want to hear from us, or they're right. too busy, or we'd be bothering them, or being an interruption. And we talk ourselves out of the very thing that these homeowners tell us that they want more of. Oh my gosh, it's so true. And yep. Uh, that thought of like they were bothering people. And if you're just calling and saying, hey, do you have any referrals for me? Right. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to keep in touch with anybody. That's either. right. That's Talking right. them with their caller ID. And um, so, you know, but to be the trusted advisor, that's not the phone call you're making. You're making value-added right. uh, value calls. And um, that's so, so interesting that, you know, because it, it's true. That's what they're doing. And people avoid it like the plague sometimes. Right, right. So, And then we really what ends up happening is it's a, it's a self-sabotage then. Uh, because then we don't stay in touch often enough and uh, and then we have problems. So, yeah, yeah I, I really think the, the, the key to high income per hour is is have a database and then have a goal that a mindset that says, what do I need to do to be the source of real estate information for these people? If we can pull that off, uh, we'll have high income per hour. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely yeah. love that. Now, you guys have talked in the past, and, and maybe it's still one of the points, um, but um, you guys talked about listings versus buyers. Uh, 
Tell me about that, how, how, to, how to build your business and where you're sure. going to focus your activities on. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, we get paid for both. Uh, so that's okay. But uh, when it comes to high income per hour, really uh, a focus on listings is going to help you leverage your time and have more income per hour. Because uh, one of the things we always say is listings can work when you don't. So the simple example is you have some listings, you take some time off, you go up to Banff or you go to Lake Louise or something and you have a nice uh, long weekend or uh, a few days off. Uh, could your listings go under contract uh, while you're uh, taking time off? Yeah. Answer is, of course, they could. So uh, uh, realtors can make money uh, when we're not working if we have listings. Buyers are great. Uh, buyers take more time, and we generally have to be with that buyer in order for them to go under contract. So uh, li listings leverage your time, and uh, a little bit of extra focus on listings is a, is a good idea for high income per hour. You know, and it's funny because people talk about how uh, you know, we've, we've seen this cycle in Calgary of hot markets and, and, yeah. and soft markets. And, and right. um, I've had realtors who have talked to me and said, gosh, Lindsay, I have 15 listings on right now. I can't afford to take another photo. I can't afford to do this. In <laughs> slow markets, I want buyers. But I'll tell you something, in slow markets, the buyers are like, nah, you know, I've seen 30 homes. I think I'd like to see these other five because I'm just not sure. So the right. buyers are more indecisive. They're less certain about their job prospects. I mean, the slow market hits everybody. The high tide, the low tide raises those all ships. And then those people who were saying, I have too many listings, suddenly a couple of them pop off. And then next thing you know, um, a few more of them sell. Maybe a couple expired, but overall, the vast majority of them end up selling or even more than half. And they're happy again. And the people with buyers are still slogging out there. Maybe they double end one or two and, um, and then they get signed calls. So I have so many people that say, well, I haven't sold the listing, but gosh, I picked up two buyers off of it and right. I'm off to do those things. I have reasons to sit open houses. Like there's so many things that multiply right. um, from there that, that are just absolutely, uh, listings are the name of the game in every market condition, every they market are. condition. Yeah. And, and Lindsay, even in a buyer's market, you say, well, I'd I want more buyers. Well, how do you get more buyers? Our suggestion, you get them from listings. Yeah. If you want more buyers, focus on the listings and the buyers show up because they want to know about the listings or, you know, they call or they, uh, they're on the internet or uh, they contact you in some way. So it, even with buyers markets, uh, listings are a good idea. That's, I totally agree. I could not agree more. And uh, yeah, and that's been an old adage, list to last and things like that in the real estate right. business forever. And there's truth to it. I mean, of all the, yeah. the, I don't believe in always be closing, but you know, it's like some of the old, <laughs> there's old wisdom there in some cases and listings yeah. are, are the name of the game in one of them. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Good. yeah. Um, any other thoughts on per income per hour, Don? That's a, well, uh, I'll, just, I'll close with this, Lindsay, uh, last idea. Uh, sounds like, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, silly, but we'll say it. And that is, if you want high income per hour, it'd be a good idea to show up for work. <laughs> it, it does sound good, but give us your take on that. Well, you know, uh, uh, we're independent contractors, and so we don't have a boss. And, it, you know, most people had another job before they got into real estate. And, and uh, so you had to show up on time for that job because your boss was there. And if you didn't show up on time, you probably get fired. And so we had, uh, we had uh, incentive to show up for work. Now we're, now we're independent contractors and we're our own boss. 
and uh, nobody's going to hold you accountable, so we have to be accountable to ourselves. And sometimes that means that uh, there's a lot of variance in when we come to work. And a lot of realtors say their, their mentality is, well, I'll show up in time for my first appointment. That might be at 10.30 or 11 or 1 or whatever. And No, uh, when we say show up, we mean show up first thing in the morning, time block your schedule, uh, focus on your flow activities uh, for two hours first thing in the morning. And uh, if you show up for work, uh, you'll you actually work fewer hours. You'll have high income per hour because uh, if, we, if we don't show up till later in the day, then things get muddled up and um, we end up working into the evening and past the dinner hour and uh, you know, some people say, well, Don, I, I don't want to do my flow stuff in the morning. I want to call people when they're at home in the evening. And then we do that. And then who do we sound like when we call those people at 530 in the evening? We sound like a, a telemarketer. telemarketer. Yeah, every telemarketer out there. Yeah, we don't want to be lumped into that category. So our suggestion, show up for work, two hours in the morning, all your flow activities, give yourself the rest of the day then to do all your running around, all your errands and showing property. And uh, that pattern will increase income per hour, uh, be more income and fewer hours worked. That's, uh, you know, it's so true. And people just think, oh, well, I don't want to put that many hours. I got into real estate to have a flexible, you know, flexible <laughs> sure. business and things like that. But it's actually the exact opposite. It's it like, is. you know, you just, you'll, you'll always be riding that roller coaster of income because you'll never have steady activities to add value to people, to generate leads um, from your database. You'll never have, the consistency you'll never get that process honed in you'll never have time to practice you'll you'll never practice i mean basically because right. you know even time blocking that in um, the other thing too that that speaks to that i love that so much is i always think that you can't hold the world back after 10 a.m it's like oh. this is the part where the lawyers start calling to follow up <laughs> The, 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 the title company and the mortgage company and everyone is calling you after that. You got this little golden time between eight and 10 even, and some, you know, sometimes even to seven and nine, but you got this golden time to get the stuff done. You need to get done. And right. and it's like, you're now that's on your calendar. And then the rest of the time is on everybody else's time. That's it. And that's so true. Lindsay, you're always, yeah, when you say buyers, yeah. When you say that golden time, it, it, it reminds me of a, of a guy, a mentor of mine said one time, he says, you know, if you really want to have some time to focus, if you really want to get some stuff done uh, where nobody will bother you, you won't have interruptions, uh, he says, quietest place in North America is a real estate office before 8 a.m. <laughs> it's so true. And it's really true, you know. It is very, it's very true. Yeah. I got news for, for all the folks at, uh, at CIR. Your managing broker is lonely. Yes. They'd like to have some company first thing in the morning in the office. So true. Oh, man. Yeah. True words have never been spoken. And we laugh about it. Everyone comes to Ninja and you, you come here and you can shoot a cannon through this place, you know, until about <laughs> 930. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, that's so true. And that's, and, and and when you do it, people, well, and I saw people say to me, you know, I'm not a morning person and right. I'm like, okay, well that, that's fine. But you know, have you ever traveled to Hawaii where, you know, it's three hours earlier or two hours earlier? Have you ever right. traveled somewhere else where the time zones are changed? Like you got used to it and it, it, it'd be like you saying, you know, I own a, uh, I don't know, a bakery or I own something where your customers' hours, the hours of time you need to prep need to be certain hours. Right. And you refuse to stay open during those hours. You're like, no, right. no, I do my best work at 10 o'clock at night 
So after my kids go to bed between 10 and midnight, so I'm going to store, I'm going to keep my doors closed at that time. It's like, well, that's right. okay, but you're not out there engaging with the people who are awake at those times and right. nap during the day. If that's, you know, something that, you know, schedule your nap for 11 o'clock. That's what you're, what you can go ahead and do, but between nine and eight and 10, it's like, you gotta be doing these activities. Uh, Lindsay, I, you know, we can talk about morning people or not morning people, uh, but there's no one can dispute the most productive hours of the day as first thing in the morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're refreshed. You don't have the mental stress of uh, what's come at you throughout the day as well. I mean, it's so easy to, again, if you get up at nine o'clock and now you do have that email from the lawyer or, or the realtor on the other side of a transaction where there's a problem. And that becomes urgent, and that's the first thing you jump into. Talk about right. that time just for a second, Don, because um, we talk about all the research around multitasking and how bad it is. Right. I know that in today's day and age, with all the devices, I just got the brand new Apple Watch, and there you go. It'll tell me everything I need to do at any given point in time, um, whether I'm productively working or not. So one of my favorite features is the. Um, uh, theater mode and, and the do not disturb. Um, tell me about that. What, what's a little tip you can give or some tips you can give to realtors sure. who want to stay focused during those hours? Right. So um, uh, here's some, here's some latest research. A guy by the name of Robin Sharma is reporting this research that, that every time we allow ourselves to get distracted, uh, like uh, you, uh, you hear the, the buzzer on your phone go off because you got something new on your news feed on Facebook or you've got an email that came in or something. Every time we allow ourselves distraction, we're trying to get something done. It takes 21 minutes to get back to uh, focus of what we were doing before. Wow. And we got to ask ourselves a question, you know, uh, busy realtors, how many 21-minute distractions can we actually afford, you know? Yeah. Uh, and some people are kind of distracted all day long. So, that time blocking we're referring to, that couple of hours in the morning, you know, 8 to 10 or 8.30 to 10.30, something like that, uh, really allows us to have total focus on our flow activities specifically so that we're, we're making contact with people. They see us as the source of real estate information, and we really don't allow anything to interrupt us in that activity. And then we got the whole rest of the day to do our running around or you know, uh, show property to buyers or uh, go to listing appointments or whatever it might be. But we've really set that time aside that says, this is my protected time. And uh, this is where I make my calls. This is when I keep my database up to date. Uh, I'll get my auto flow. The next thing I'm going to send out, you know, to the mail or the email, I'll have all those things planned out. And you can do all of that. It really doesn't take two hours a day, five days a week, plenty of time for a busy realtor to have a really a great flow plan and the focus to get it done by that time blocking. Wow. That's yeah. outstanding. That's outstanding. Um, Don, I want to um, thank you for uh, giving us all that information. Um, before we let you go though, um, I want you to talk just really quickly about someone comes to you and says, what is this ninja selling installation all about? Um, and what is Ninja all about? Give us, give us in your words, as someone that's been doing it for so many years and has lived it, um, what, what is that to you? Well, it's interesting you'd ask that because that was really our topic for today, Lindsay, and that is I tell someone, uh, if, um, if you have a real estate business 
and you'd like to have high income per hour so you have time left over for family and friends and vacations and that ninja selling what it is it's a selling system that allows you uh, to uh, have that high income per hour and it creates the uh, focus and the process uh, that um, that keeps you from having to be that 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week realtor. And what it will do is Ninja Selling is really a platform. It's a platform of activities. And if you follow those activities that are very specific, you will absolutely have leads and referrals, uh, which will uh, you know generate uh, transactions for you. So a list of suggestions about how to spend your time uh, that creates productivity for you so you can have uh, as many leads and referrals as you want. That's really what it is. That's outstanding. And we have seen the results in our brokerage. Those people who have done the activities get the results. And it's so consistent. It is so consistent. And we find even that anybody that sort of falls off, it's because they got busy originally and then right. start servicing all the business and right. give up that, that golden time to, to do the activities that made them successful in the first place. And um, and so we, we encourage anybody who has taken Ninja to come in, reconnect, recommit. Um, and anybody who hasn't, uh, give this as a gift to yourself to, uh, you know, give to your, not just yourself, your family, like your family to the activities you love to do, whatever that may be for you. Um, because having a life is different to everybody, but there's one thing that's, you know, universal. And that is that if you can increase your income per hour, then it gives you life options, whether that's you know, to, to work even more and, and then produce even more wealth for yourself and, um, or just enjoy what you have. And, and both are options for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, you follow this system, Lindsay, it's a pretty good life. It's, uh, it's high income and time left over to do, uh, all the fun things that uh, we were meant to do. So, you know, kind of the, the, the last thing we'd say is, um, you know, um, our, our goal is, um, not for people to have a life, but to really have a magnificent life. Uh, and for that, we need the time and the financial resources to do all the stuff we, we've always dreamed of doing. Uh, and uh, we follow this process and, and follow these, these strategies and activities, these daily activities. Uh, we'll have that great life. It's pretty fun. Amazing. Amazing. Don, thank you again. And we look forward to seeing you in November. And thank you for giving it your time. You're, you're, where, actually, where are you right now? And where are you teaching? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm speaking to you from uh, Shore West Realtors in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and we're in the middle of an engine installation this week, and uh, great uh, leading real estate companies, the world company, uh, another independent company like CIR, Amazing. and uh, just a fantastic company, and uh, they're ninja in every way, just like CIR, and we're looking forward to getting back up there and seeing you guys. Awesome. Don, thank you so much again, and we'll see you in November. Okay, take care, Lindsay. Take care.